Hello and welcome to Hang Out with the Maydays, the show where the Maydays comedy group are just hanging out with some of our friends and beautiful improvisers from all over. And we're just going to have some fun and hang out. And on the show this week, we have Stephanie Ray. Yo. Yeah. We have Hon Chong. Hello. We have Lloydie James Lloyd. Good tidings. <laughs> and Rebecca McMillan. I sound like this. Yay. Uh, and I'm your host for this week, Katie Shoot. Lovely to meet you. Or, I don't know, re-meet you. It doesn't really matter because it's not interactive. Um, <laughs> but hello. Anyway, it's lovely. It's lovely to have you listening. We've just been chatting before we started recording about th- things that are going on with us. Um, and Hon, uh, you raised the subject of um, sort of embarrassing kind of improv mistakes or memorable things that we've done either on stage or on zoom was there anything that was in the front of your mind hon when you when you were bringing that up yeah um this this happened at the very beginning of my improv let's say experience Mm -hmm. i was a new improviser uh, just moved to Europe at that time. And I, at that time, I would go to London to join a lot of classes uh, and open jams. And there was this one open jam event. Um, and there were like improvisers, uh, new and experienced. Um, they got a chance to, to perform on stage. And, and there's a game called Two Minutes. And so any random two improvisers are selected and they have two minutes to do whatever they want on stage. And so it's my turn. And then uh, another improviser, I, I, and I believe he is very experienced. Um, he's, uh, he's actually um, very tall and big and, and handsome, but that's not the point. Uh, so I'm on stage with him and we get two minutes and somehow we just spontaneously start doing a scene about a uh, vampire, uh, me as a vampire, and I, I want to suck his blood. And, and then we both somehow fall uh, on the stage and I'm on top of him. And I'm still trying to like, you know, kill him or suck his blood. And it turns into really weird because I'm on top of him and he's much bigger and taller. And, and as I'm like, as we're both like, Doing this, it gets into um, a, a very, you know, sexual kind of <laughs> scene, and then I felt a bit uncomfortable. All vampire and then scenes I... are sexual on some level, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started to like walk away or crawl away from him, and then that's when he starts saying, "Oh no, please don't go away!" And that's the end of two minutes. <laughs> oh. I love the sound of that. That's amazing. Uh, is, I, it's yeah. so embarrassing. <laughs> and I, I really want to apologize to this uh, person after that. Uh, but he, he did like something very nice um, because I was a new improviser, so I was terrified on stage. And he just accepted my offers, and, and he actually made me look not so silly on stage. So that is something very uh, that I always think about um, later on. That um, you know, as an an improviser, we we always need to think about um, you know the situations on stage. Some people they they um, make choices that are very strange when they're afraid. <laughs> That's part of the beauty of improv is the strangeness of our choices. Did you did you get to talk to them after the show? 
No, uh, no, because it was, we were, I mean, you know, everyone was drinking. Um, the show went on quite late and people would come and go. And then I never got a chance to talk to him again. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. Um, yes. I, I really want him to be listening. I, I, I want him to be listening in the middle of an telling this anecdote to someone else and then being like, oh my gosh, that's I know. him. <laughs> if, if you are listening, if you're that tall, big guy on Hansen. stage with me, uh, maybe eight years, seven years ago in London, <laughs> in some very dodgy basement bar. Um, and we did the scene two minutes. I was a vampire. And <laughs> <laughs> if you remember that scene, please get in touch with me. I want to say sorry and, and also to thank you for being so supportive. And to, and to suck his blood, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really... Yeah, didn't go that far. <laughs> Does anyone else have a, a kind of slightly cringy improv moment that they wanted to share? Or not improv, or just a like a show or something? I have. Yeah. There were some, like, I think, Katie, you may have even been in this show, oh like, gosh, at Comedia sorry. in Brighton. <laughs> we used to do a show called uh, Confessions. Um, possibly still do that show, but we just have not done it for a long time because of the pandemic. But um, and we used to do this fairly regularly at Comedia, and the idea was that people would like confess their stuff, like real life confessions, and then put them in a hat, and then we'd pull them out and use them as like you know the kind of get for our scenes, and like so some things would be inspired kind of laterally by ideas and reasons, and um, then the second half of the show, so we'd do some sort of like sketchy kind of sketch prov first half where we'd sort of do short sketches based on these things. And then the, the second half would take a live confession from somebody in the audience who felt comfortable confessing to something. And then we would um, kind of make the whole second half about them. And we once had a stag night in, remember this? Mm-hmm. And um, it is sort of, it probably comes under the heavy category, but I'm going to mention it anyway. So I'm not going to sort of say the details, but this guy confessed to being like, effectively, it wasn't, he was sort of forced by his like stag party or by the other men's stag party, I don't think it was his stag, to confess to having um, been like fairly disrespectful rat bag, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and uh, we, we then, we then consequently like did a long form narrative about the effect that what he had done may have had on the other person involved. Um, And then at the end, I don't know, it was just one of those things where it was just like half the audience were really annoyed at the fact there were stags at the back who were like being really rowdy and say they loved what we were doing. But then I think at the back, they were like, oh no, yeah, actually, no, you're right. We're naughty. And um, (laughs) then... There was this, this disjunct in the audience that night that was quite, yeah, profound. And so, um, yes, that was a weird, that was a weird one. That was like uncomfortable, but yeah, also quite amusing on various levels. Amazing. How about you, Stephanie? Have you ever had any cringing moments? I have. So last year in November, um, I did a series of interactive Zoom shows Mm-hmm. And the premise was that the audience members were our cousins. We were getting together for a family dinner and they had to travel throughout this house telling our different relatives it was time to come down for dinner and then for the talent show. Um, and they had these <laughs> interactive scenes with people in different rooms. So my mom came to the show, very supportive. Um, and the audience members were invited to participate in the talent show at the end. 
and my mom did a rap and it was a pretty good rap but she's my mom rapping and like these are my friends and I was like oh god I felt 16 again (laughs) your mom sounds like a legend yeah yeah kind (laughs) of how about you Lloydie I mean I constantly live my life in the cringe zone so like Mm. narrowing it down is really hard (laughs) um I think I mean I I can think of two instances Uh, one was um and this was with uh, Jen who's in the May Days but not in this particular episode of the podcast we had it was our last night at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and we were in a really unideal space it was very small it was like 30 seater maximum and there was a room next door which had a much louder show than us you know we were doing this slow burn two-person improv show they were playing je t'aime really loudly halfway through the show and practically drowning us out the little curtain that was on the door at the back to stop some of the sound bleed had been replaced by uh, a, a bin liner mm-hmm. so like um there was you know our, our little collection bucket had been stolen um and we go on stage we it was it was so pathetic and we went on stage to you know a full house of 30 people packed in in chairs in a terrible edinburgh venue um on a saturday night and you could already smell the alcohol in the room and we were 10 seconds and i mean no more than 10 seconds into our set and one person in the front row which was literally as as you know uh, like like a hand uh, away from us um one person turns to the other and went oh no no this isn't what i expected at all what do you want to do uh, we're, like, we're 10 seconds in and then and they were part of a huge group a group of about 15 oh, which no. is 50 percent of the audience and so in the course of 30 minutes of our 45 minute set 50% of the audience left, not all at once, no, in oh. ones and twos and occasionally a three. Um, and that was one of my worst cringe moments. Um, uh, Jen and I still talk about that show. Um, I think I vowed never to perform again after it. Um, <laughs> the other one was when I just st- I was just about to start a brand new job as, as like the, the manager of this radio station. And this was a few years ago now. And two people who I was going to be managing who were going to be my direct reports came to this show and there was this song and it was a bit spicy and then I had to face them afterwards as soon as I finished the song I just thought oh no two of my staff members are in the audience and I'm going to have to see them on day one of work on Monday so never invite your work colleagues to an improv show I just have to agree with this last point that I used to work in a company in London called List of Life, where we used to do like pole dancing classes and stuff. And I also worked in the office for a while for, for like hen nights and things. It was cool. It was a lovely job. Um, but yeah, I invited them all out to see a, an improvised musical. It was a really good one. Like we got amazing reviews. Everyone loved it. We had like standing O and it was so cool. And I felt like, yeah, I'm a legend. <laughs> and then I went back to work and no one mentioned it. Like three, three or four of them have been the oh, audience and no one, no. Brought, no one brought it up. I was like, hi. And then just like, no one said anything. And I was like, if they haven't mentioned it, I'm definitely not going to bring it up. And then <laughs> none of them ever came <laughs> to any of my shows again. So, you know, different strokes for different folks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. That was, they didn't, they're pretty sure they were not on board with whatever <laughs> I expected it to be. <laughs> oh, fun times. Uh, hey, folks, I wanted to just, uh, chat about one more thing before we do some um, messing around improv type stuff. Yes. Um, Rebecca, you mentioned 
bucket list i'd love oh, yeah. i'd love to if you don't mind explaining what it is and then we'll just go around or or pitch in if there's one or two things that are on your bucket list at the moment folks yeah what yeah. is it, Rebecca? what is a bucket list um, yeah. it's where i suppose i don't know why it's i think it's called a bucket list but it's probably wrong but i'm making a massive <laughs> guess i'm just going to say this is a guess that it's like there's there's a proverbial phrase to kick the bucket which means mm. to die and your bucket list is the thing is the list of things that you want to do before you kick the bucket um but it's not always used in that kind of kind of morbid way it just means things that people want to you know oh, oh that's on my bucket list it means like that's on the things that I want to make sure that I get done like I've, at some point in my life like I've ambitions. also heard it called a, a fuck it list <laughs> yeah that sounds nice. great yes so um I think I'm now onto my children's bucket list. I think that's the thing. <laughs> I think that's the thing is that my life is slightly on pause, like in certain ways. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, so my my kid got picked for his cricket, like cricket team, like really tiny local, little tiny cricket team are doing a match, and it's their second ever match, and he's like made the team (laughs) like that never really happened to me apart from the time that like I apart from the time that half my year got chicken pox and so I had to be on the lacrosse team just so that they could actually compete but nobody actually passed it the ball to me um apart from that time like I've never had that experience and so I was like so I'm like more excited about it than he is (laughs) he's like yeah no big deal no big deal he's obviously like you know pleased but yeah I'm like oh my goodness this is amazing and I went into town today and bought him some cricket trousers so they could have the proper trousers when he's doing it anyway so that's um so yeah it's not so much that I can add things in in as my bucket list stuff I'm sure I've got masses but I feel like yeah I'm not you've outsourced them I'm outsourcing them and I'm like yeah I'm I'm, I'm just I'm just (laughs) I'm just there. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure my bucket list will kick in again at some point, but just at the moment, I've yeah, I'm on outsource mode. But I'm, I'm, I'm really would like to know what other people's are. Yeah. Anyone else? Last weekend, I actually completed an item on my bucket list. Um, I rode the indoor roller coasters at the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ooh, that has just gone on my bucket list. Thanks. Yeah. Same. Very was cool. it good awesome. very very good yeah worth it <sighs> amazing horn or Lloydie, do you have any no um but um stephanie when you mentioned about mall of america that you know that i i used to love that mall i used to live in the, uh, in minneapolis for a few oh, wow. years yeah is it still called the mall of america because it was under a lot of uh, ownership changes i think yes but it, did, it hasn't been taken over by another country. <laughs> the, no. the mall of Dubai now, because it's been bought out. If this was world. NPR, there'd be a whole page where you could read about the history of Mall of America. Yeah. <laughs> We're not NPR, so I'm really sorry about that. Um, I I have one that I think I'm going to get to tick off this weekend. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What is it? Oh, is it? exciting. Um, it's flying a plane. Um, That's exciting. My partner bought me a... A, you know co-flight lesson for my birthday last year but obviously everything was in pandemic but it's just the airfield has opened up so I get to do a little yeah get to do a, a flying lesson which would be really cool so I'm excited oh, about that wow yeah that is cool oh that makes that makes mine seem really pathetic that's really <laughs> exciting <I'm> sorry 
That's no, that is like the 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 idea of being in charge of an aircraft yeah, is right. so it, it's it's huge, right? It's like, like a it's, tiny it feels aircraft. like a yeah. yeah, it feels like oh, it feels like a really big thing to to be doing. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> what about what was yours, Lloyd? Do well. I ticked one off a few weeks ago and I added one at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one I ticked off was to actually go on a decent first date. Because um, oh. most of my first dates have been terrible. And I went on the most terrific one a few weeks ago. It was really good. I've now uh. jinxed it, obviously. Um, although I think it was already slightly jinxed because afterwards, <laughs> you know, we arranged a second date and then, you know, um, someone had to isolate because of COVID. Uh, so, But my goodness, like when you actually meet someone and like you're able to talk about stuff and you're like what i think that too oh no i think that like that was peculiar um and nice um uh and and off the back of that i was watching uh ant-man and the wasp at the weekend and uh, because i know how to spend a weekend and (laughs) um and i think on my bucket list now is a consensual hug from paul rudd because i think i'm in love with him oh (laughs) Amazing. Okay, we've we've had enough chat. We've had plenty of chat. <laughs> so uh, I reckon we we play a couple of games. Um, Rebecca, you were, you were telling us about word disassociation. So we I think most people know word association. So tell us how to how to play yeah. a warm up game of disassociating words. Okay. Okay. So in this, um, you uh, we go round in a circle, um, and I will. Uh, give you the order to go around in when I find out who wants to play in a minute. Um, and you basically take it in turns to say words that have no relationship to each other that you can figure. Like, so I don't know, someone might say mobile phone and another one might say deep sea anglerfish, right? There's no like kind of obvious relationship between those, those two. And we go around like this until uh, somebody sort of spots something that sort of reasonably feels like there's an association, at which point they buzz in with whatever kind of comedy buzzer they want. You don't actually have buzzers, so, ah, or whatever you like, bing bong. And then you say what you think the link is. So if somebody said table uh, and somebody else said um, uh, math or mathematics, then someone might buzz in and go, oh, but, you know, you can have a, a, math, a table in, in math, a table of data. There's a, that's a really, you know, an obvious one. So someone might have been thinking a table and chairs, but like obviously, and then when the person said data, they were thinking of that, but obviously it's linked. So that's a kind of poor example, but hopefully enough to get you going. Is everybody up for this game? Who is yes. up for playing? Yeah. yeah. Katie? Yeah. Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah. Lloydie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Han? Han, yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. So you are going to go um, Katie, Stephanie, Lloydie, Han, and then back to uh, back to me, and then I go to Katie again. So Katie, Stephanie, Lloydie, Han, Rebecca. Um, although I, I'm not in, I'm, I'm not. I am partial, so I can. Um, I'm going to be the judge if there's a dispute or a fight <laughs> breaks out over this really important game. Okay, Katie, kick us off. Concrete. Microphone. Uh, leaf. Uh, Earth. Uh, I, w- I want to buzz leaf and earth because I reckon leaves land on the earth and they also turn into earth. Yeah, Katie, I'm gonna, I think that's a good challenge. 
Brilliant. No, an, an imaginary point to Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm writing all of this down. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll start because I'm the next in order. So uh, circle. Um, sky. Patch. Sand. Uh, animal. <laughs> <laughs> Basket. Bear. Um, uh, I challenge animal basket because I like I put Yoda my cat into a basket all the time. So yeah, animal fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Baby. Yeah, you win an imaginary point. I'm I'm a good judge. I won't, I'm not going to override that. Um, and so the next person is Hon. So Hon, start starting with you. Uh, computer. Floor. Eh. Um, I <laughs> I put my computer on the floor all the time. ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
just this once, let it pass. Because uh, this is going to be the last time, right? And then it's going to all be official and it'll be fine. You always say it's going to be the last time. And then you repeat the thing that I've asked you not to do. This is just like Thanksgiving. <laughs> Kick it. <laughs> It was last year, we were sitting at the table. I said, pass the salt, you said I'm not able. I was like, why are you so stubborn? You said, I just do what I wanna. I was like, hey sis, come on. Can't we all just get along? And you were like, no, I don't do what you say. You're my big sister, but you're not in charge anyway. And mom was like, let's not fight. So I just gave in, even though you weren't right. <laughs> You're so stubborn. <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, that was so great. Awesome. Oh, my yes. goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love it. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. We're just going to go around the, the virtual room and tell us what you're going to be up to soon. If you have any classes or shows or you just want to tell us your socials so we can find you. Um, Stephanie, what's going on with you? So I've got two things happening. Um, you can catch me rapping with Freestyle Love Supreme Academy. They have what? a new series of classes that are starting online. So you can join from anywhere in the world and their show is going back to Broadway. That's super exciting. Um, so you can check out classes with them at fls.academy to learn how to freestyle rap like I just did. And you can also find me with the Black Improv Alliance performing most Friday nights, doing workshops, um, doing giving out scholarships, all kinds of cool stuff. That's blackimprovalliance.com or on Facebook as Black Improv Alliance. Thanks so much. How about you, Han? Um, I don't really have anything to plug. <laughs> you <All> legend. Right. <laughs> You've got a good well, life balance, clearly. <laughs> uh, if, if you guys are curious as to who I am, uh, well, I'm um, based here in Bratislava. Um, and I run a small improv community called Funnylicious Improv Theater. I didn't come up with that name. Someone did in my group. And if you're um, interested in just seeing what we do here in little Bratislava in Central Europe, uh, just uh, like us on Facebook. That's all. <laughs> Fabulous. I totally will. How about you, Lloydie James Lloyd? Well, you can catch me with The Maydays. More details on The Maydays in Katie's outro piece in just a second. I am also uh, teaching and performing in the East Midlands of the UK, particularly Nottingham. And that will be with my good pal Liam. We are The Clones together. You can go to thecloneimprov.co.uk or find The Clones Improv on Facebook. And finally, I do a podcast all about improv and tell improvisers stories. And you can find out more and get the world of improv in your ears at improvchronicle.com. Awesome. And how about you, Rebecca McMillan? Oh, um, well, in the month that this is being released in, I am doing a course called Songs in Genre with uh, the Maydays um, of the Nursery collaboration, um, which is about basically uh, yeah, using song as the kind of extra element in your genre improvisation. Um, and I am also performing in real life. If you happen to live near Bath in Somerset um, at the Rondo Theatre with Impromptu Shakespeare. 
fabulous. Thanks so much. Me as Katie Shoot, you can find me at the International Improv Station, which is a non-evil social platform for improvisers. Look that up. That's about it from the Maydays. This time you can follow the Maydays on social media using the handle at Maydays Improv. We have improv classes, we have shows, and you can just chat to us. For anything else, go to themaydays.co.uk. Like, share, and follow this podcast for more. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll hang out again soon. Bye!